The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, what do you do when you get two guys, one from Massachusetts, one from New York, sitting in a room, one's in last place, the other one's in first place, their teams, and a whole lot more. Coming to you right here on a Tuesday with Cronin and Zook, right here on WTBR 89.7. Give us a call, 445-5943. And the sports start party on a Tuesday. Let's go! This party's starting on time for once. Hey. Thank you, Hart. Good morning, everybody. Hey, how are you? Welcome to another edition of Cronin and the Zook right here on WTBR 89.7 FM. Robbie Zucker, Sean Cronin on the other side of the crazy glass there. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, brother. What's going on? What a weekend in sports. Oh, my goodness gracious. Baseball and football camp starting and... And the Big Mouth down in Brooklyn. The Big Mouth oh, in man, Brooklyn. I it's can't. not a Brooklyn house party, oh, that's for man. sure right now. You want to start with that nonsense? Goodness gracious. So, yeah, I watched the, I watched the Yankee game last night till 2 o'clock. We'll, start, we'll talk about that. But I got to talk about this Durant thing because I, it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. Now he wants the GM fired and the coach fired. This is the guy who wanted the coach there? The, the guy who advocated for Steve Nash. Who's a never, who, coach. Who had never coached before to, to come coach there. Now he wants him out the door. Yeah, The guy's a clown. The Nets should just say, listen, you know, you're under contract with us for four more years. Training camps in two months. We'll see you in October. You're playing ball for us. That's, that's, they, they don't have to trade him. No, they don't. And the, and the fact that they have to trade, you see the teams requested like Phoenix, Miami. I mean, who, what GM or what owner wants to take a chance on this nut? Uh, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. His, his attitude on the court is fine. You know, he plays hard. We all know he does. We all know he's a great player. But this guy's attitude about winning, he signed a four-year contract for over $200 million. I mean, come on already. This guy, it's unbelievable. He, I, this is what turns me off so much about the National Basketball Association, a, 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 a sport I used to absolutely love and now played by a bunch of self-indulgent guys who make way too much money, who think they're bigger than the game. And then now they, they, get ridiculous. To, they get to decide where they play now. I mean, building all these super teams, and when it doesn't work out, I want out. Yep. Yeah, I want out. It's amazing. You know, Kyrie's the problem. Oh, and you know, please. all he realized, oh, this doesn't, this didn't work. So I want out. I need to get out of uh, Brooklyn. I mean, they're prima donnas. Is yeah, what they, they are. are. They're they really prima donnas. Are. They really are. And, and you know, last year, obviously, he didn't play. He played twenty-seven games. Wouldn't get vaccinated. Think if he would have gotten vaccinated. Obviously, they would have had a good year, and they would have been probably, you know, better and better themselves in the playoffs than they did. You know, and Durant missing that, that three-point shot, which wasn't a three-point shot, right? His foot was on the line. Speaking yeah, of yeah. vaccinated, did you see that the Blue Jays signed a trade? of last year with Milwaukee. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. But did you see the Blue Jays trade for Whit Merrifield, who isn't vaccinated? Oh, jeez. What, what are you doing trading for a player who isn't vaccinated and said he most likely won't get 
the vaccine. So he can't play in half the remaining games. Why? Left. I don't understand that Either one. Just get the vaccination. I don't know why people are so afraid of this. I mean, if it wasn't for the vaccination, I'd probably be dead by now. I mean, it really helped me. I had it twice. So I know. I mean, the second time after the booster, I really didn't have much more than, you know, uh, uh, sniffles and diarrhea for two days. But other than that, I mean, sorry to make call her. <laughs> Make our listeners hope it didn't bother your breakfast this hope morning. You, I was gonna say, hope none yeah. of you're eating your eggs right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's an after breakfast thing at ten o'clock. So four one three four four five five nine four three. Looking forward to talking to you right now about baseball and the upcoming NFL season. Training camps are going on. I've been listening to some interviews with the Giants head coaches, general managers, Jets head coaches, general managers, etc. So looking forward to that. I haven't heard much from the Patriots yet as far as you know any information going on with them. It just seems like you know it's it's Max Max uh, team and and it's going to be it. You know, and they're going to just uh, do their thing. Belichick's going to do their do his thing, and they're going to have another good season. I guarantee it. So. And then the whole of it, yeah, go ahead. Reports are coming out that uh, the Patriots' offense stinks right now. And for the first time in 20 years, they're completely overhauling their offense. But, you know, Mike Giardi of Comcast Sports, you know, he came out and said, well, the offense probably stinks because you have two defensive coordinators running the offense now. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Wow. Just who I want (laughs) make calling my plays for a second-year quarterback who arguably this is the most uh, developmental year for quarterbacks, season two, right? Right, right, right. And you got Matt Patricia and Joe Judge out there calling plays. I don't, see, I don't understand. Well, obviously, McDaniels is gone, and he's in, he's in, uh, in Raiderland in, in uh, Vegas. But why wouldn't you bring in a guy who's a, a proven um, offensive coordinator? I would have tried to bring Bill O'Brien back. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, he can at least I, call plays please, on I, offense. I, 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 Isn't it amazing how all these these Belichick disciples have had such little success on their own as coaches? It's amazing. I mean, except for maybe, you know, Brian Flores, a guy, you know, obviously who did fairly well in Florida. We haven't still haven't heard from him. I don't know what's going to happen to him. But Linebackers I mean, coach for the Steelers now. Oh, is that what he is, linebackers coach? Okay. All right. So, you know, eventually maybe he'll get another head coaching job. Who knows? I mean, I think he's a bright head coach, but let's face it. He, he made a lot of waves, and uh, that's why he's not a head coach right now. Well, he called out the uh, stupidity of that organization, trying to get you know, trying to give him a hundred grand a game to tank. I mean, that's just what you want in the NFL—an owner that wants to lose on purpose. I know it's amazing. Yeah, Stephen Ross, right? Yep, Cra- crazy. Four one three four four five five nine four three. So the Yankees last night. Uh, I watched the game till two o'clock in the morning. It was almost—I was yeah—it was almost two o'clock in the morning by the time the post game ended. And um, D- Jamison Tyon finally gets a good start. Seven innings. Three runs had 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 one bad inning, in which he walked three guys in a row, and I'm sitting there going, "Come on, just throw strikes," and that was a, a key point in the game. Uh, Benintendi last night, uh, two doubles, a run scored. How about this one? Josh Donaldson, four hits. Can you believe it? He comes out of the, from back from the dead. So they got Donaldson and they got Benintendi going last night. And even Glaber had a couple of hits, right? But here's the big blow, right? I'm watching the game. Here comes Matt Carpenter. The ball gets fouled off his foot. Diagnosis: fractured foot. Who knows how long he's going to be out for? I would at least assume five to six weeks. I mean, I'm talking about probably middle of September if he comes back at this point. But this is a, just an absolute huge blow for a guy who not. It's a great story, first of all. Second of all, he's been unbelievable. Like 15 home runs, like 40 something games. The guy's been driving in runs. He's been hitting the ball like crazy. And now your left-handed, you know, bats are you know minimal at best at this point. Rizzo's hurt. And Benny's left-handed, and Hicks stinks, and he's a switch hitter. But so what? I mean, there. You know, don't you love Aaron Hicks? Hi, I sting from both sides. Wow. I <laughs> I texted my buddy Malusas on the fan uh, this week, and I said, "Hi, I'm reading a novel, Aaron Hicks: How I Suck from Both Sides." <laughs> <laughs> a baseball a baseball player's life story. 
a baseball, an insight to a baseball player's life story. It's like me, you know, I've been playing guitar for 47 years. That's like me sucking from the left and right side as a guitar player. Like, why would I even bother? They gave like, him a lot of money, too. If you from the right side, why would you even... I know they did. Well, actually, that contract was really kind of... Mil- I mean, seven years, $70 million, it's $10 million, which is not a lot. It's yeah, that's true. For, 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 for today's ball player, let's face it. So, anyway, so looking at some of the games, you know... Overall, the last week, I mean, the Yankees lost five in a row until they won last night, all right? They were an abomination in St. Louis. I mean, the ballpen falls apart. The pitching falls apart. And Garrett Cole starting tonight, Garrett Cole's performance against Seattle last week, a disaster. This is, the, uh, this is a rematch. Yeah. Cole Castillo. Yeah, Cole yeah. Castillo. Who do you think is going to pitch better tonight? I put my money on Castillo. Yeah, me too. Mm. Do you have any faith in Cole? I mean, do Yankee fans have a lot of faith in Cole right now? Yankees, uh, Cole says after the game, I'm trying to figure some things out. Oh, in the middle of July. Good. Oh, good. That's great. I mean, yeah. the Yankees have more questions marks right now. I'm going to use a modern thing, I guess, than Jim Carrey had in his Riddler costume. I mean, I don't understand. This is a guy who had great numbers in Houston, right? And you can see that, obviously, the stuff that he was using on the ball was, was helping him because you look at the numbers in Houston, you look at the numbers with the Yankees, it's not even comparable in terms of innings pitched, ERA, whip, everything. It's unbelievable. The this RPMs guy was, on his I mean, curveball are way down. nothing by the time they sat down against the game was over. They weren't getting six runs off Castillo. There was no way. So, I mean, the question mark for Cole. You don't know what you're getting from Ty and Ole. He got a good start last night, so we see he can turn it around. Nestor Cortez has pitched well, but Nestor Cortez has never pitched a, a lengthy year, so we don't know if Nestor Cortez is going to hang on. They just got Frankie Montez. It was a disaster the other day. Look, I'm not going to I'm not going to go for one game. The guy's coming off an injury for two weeks, coming off a bereavement, a death in the family. So, asked to force to put on you know a, a uniform on on that day and pitch. You know, so he didn't really have it. His control was off. But here's the story for me: the Yankees trade Jordan Montgomery. To the Cardinals, Amante the other night, five innings pitch, no runs. So he shut the Yankees down for five innings. And St. Louis was like 98 degrees plus, you know, and so they, they only pitched him five innings. But isn't it funny, Cashman, for all the teams that need pitching, right, the Yankees, you know, never have enough starting pitching. You can never have enough starting pitching on a ball club. And here's an interesting one, too. Andrew Haney. Remember Andrew Haney pitched for the Yankees? He was, no, he's he was there with the Dodgers. You see what he's got with the Dodgers? Six and zero oh with an ERA and a one. <laughs> now, how does that happen? <laughs> Is this the same Andrew Haney that stunk for the Yankees? Or is this a close-related brother? I mean, I don't care. Is this Andrew Haney, the other Andrew Haney? I mean, it's ridiculous. Will the, will the real on Andrew Yankee Haney uniform. please stand up? Yeah, we put on a Yankee uniform. My God, you know. Unless your name is Judge. You got a serious problem. Aaron hits his 44th, by the way, last night. That guy's on a tear. And, of course, my friend Gerard still thinks he's on steroids. I mean. Well, he also thinks that Keith Fernandez is a Hall of Famer. So, you know, <laughs> take one for the other. Sorry, Gerard, if you're listening. He's listening. He's listening. Yeah, he said he might call us in. But anyway, four one three four four five five nine four three. So, so looking at the Red Sox now, they didn't trade JD Martinez. He's he's still there. They didn't trade JD. They didn't trade Bogart. They didn't trade Bogey. All right. So they the traded qu- Vasquez. Right. So the question for me with the Red Sox is. Right now, I mean, they're coming off what a loss to Kansas City. Did they win last night? Because I didn't get. I didn't they were get, off last. They night. They were off last night, right? Okay, so that's what I thought. Okay, so in as far as the Royal Series, they what? They they, they, lost, they lost three, three out, out of four. four, right? Okay, so I mean, at this point, like, you know, it's like just, it's almost like they're playing out the string. How do you lose three out of four to Kansas City? Well, lousy pitching, that's for well, sure. It doesn't help when you have a center fielder who doesn't know how to oh catch fly God. balls either. He missed Goodness two gracious. fly balls on Sunday, and he started getting into like, a shouting match with the fans. Like, uh, How do you have a guy that can't catch fly balls? I would rather have Jackie Bradley Jr. back. Yeah, why did they DFA him? I have no idea. 
That trade looks so bad now, though, trading Renfro for him, paying him. They're on the hook for $12 million. The two prospects they got for him are, you know, hot pretty, garbage. Pretty, yeah. right, right. They're not that great. Oh, you're talking about when you return for him, yeah, yeah. For Bradley, for yeah, Bradley, for yeah. Renfro. For Renfro, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeez. I know, it's unbelievable when you think about the fact that the— You know what's interesting about the Red Sox? It seems like every year they have a good year, and then they have a bad year. Like yeah. last year, they overachieved, had a terrific year, almost got to the World Series. I mean, they were, what, one or two games away from beating Houston. Houston's depth for pitching really, really helped them, you know, to propel them to the series. But all of a sudden now, you think that they're going to be better, and they're worse. And obviously, Erod's gone. You know, the, the injuries to Chris Sale— the injuries to Evaldi. These are your first three pitchers. How are you supposed to win games when your pitching staff is basically depleted? And I, they're not using Hauk as a starter, right? They've been using Hauk as... They've been using him in the, in in, the back in, in innings. The back, in the back yeah. Right. So there's a guy you thought was going to be a potential starter, and they don't even use him as a starter. Which I don't understand. Whitlock you thought was going to be a starter, right? Yeah. Right? That was the plan. The, origi- the original plan at the beginning of the year was Whitlock stretched out as a starter. Right. So Hauk, too. Right. And, and at the trade line la- deadline, they didn't go out and get any pitching. None. Not even a bullpen piece. Right. So, like, again... <laughs> they went out and get Tommy Pham. So again, what is Bloom trying to do? Again, what is he? Again, I don't, I don't get it. You trade Vasquez, one of the most popular players on the team. I know he's a free agent next year, but he's not, he's not making a whole lot of money. You can resign him. That ripped the clubhouse apart, though. The guys were not happy about and that. And they trade. haven't offered anything to Devers. And Devers is a free agent. And Bogars is a free well, agent. Devers is a free agent after next year. After next year. But right. I, this is getting right. scarily similar to the Mookie Betts thing, where he was a year away from free agency and they traded him. Before he, you know, could play the last year, they traded him to the Dodgers for this. You can't lose a guy like the, Devers. No, you can't. Devers is a generational talent. I mean, how do you replace he's him? Only, he's so he's only getting better. He's young. He's, he's so 20, young. He's, he's 24. 24. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just nuts. I just don't think that, uh, man, if you don't resign him and you don't have Bogars back there, you're talking about, you know, Story's going to play shortstop anyway next year, right? Because Bogars is probably going <laughs> to leave or not accept the uh, they didn't accept the offer that they gave which i thought was a pretty was a one year was a one year extension i think for 30, 30 million dollars wow that's gee 30 million dollars think we could live on that show i'll take 30 million right now so what do you what do you think it basically would have turned into a four-year 110 million dollar deal is what it would have been and uh so basically the boston media has already got the red sox fans um convinced that heim bloom is going to try to convince us well we drafted marcelo meyer last year at fourth overall pick in the draft playing shortstop the kid's in high a he's not going to be able to replace bogarts right away but that's what they're going to try to sell us we got trevor story he'll play shortstop for your trevor story's been hurt for two months by the way yeah yeah and uh so trevor story always gets hurt so that's the story. That's the story. The story. <laughs> but they're going to try to sell us that. Well, we have a lot of depth coming up in the minor leagues, a lot of prospects. Yeah, well, that's exactly what they are. They're prospects. Right. You don't know if they're going to pan out or not. Which so, brings me back to the Yankees with the fact that they did not want to trade Anthony Volpe for Castillo. I guess the Mariners wanted Volpe in that deal. They did not want Peraza or any of the other you know, top prospects from the Yankees organization. It seems as though that the Yankees... And Brian Cashman doesn't seem like anybody's crazy about their prospects anyway. So we got a call here. So we take a call. Okay. Let's wonder if it's Eddie on Shohei. <laughs> Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin. This is this. What's happening, guys? Hey, what's up, Ralphie? How you doing, brother? Hey, Ralph. Hey, I'm doing okay, doing okay. Start the morning with the word diarrhea. It's always a good show. I think you got a bad connection here, man. You get, oh, I'm getting a little, well, I'm getting yeah, a little it's, bit of... It's a lot of static. It's a lot of static. I'll right. call you back. I'll call you back. I'll okay. call you back. Oh, you got it, brother. Okay. <laughs> Wattage, New like Jersey. Sounds like he was in a wind tunnel. <laughs> it's it's got to be in Wattage, New Jersey. I think that's. The... <laughs> 
wonder if they're digging sewers again yeah, down there. Yeah, exactly. He's living with a bear or something out there. And some, <laughs> some raccoons, you know, or, or pulling his phone lines in the back. Anyway, we'll hear from Ralph in a couple of seconds. And he'll give us a call back at uh, 413-445-5943. Let's try him again here. <laughs> Whoa, hello. Are you there? How am I now? Let me, let me, same way? Same way. Same way. Uh, all right. Well, I tried. Have yourself a good show. All right. All right. Thanks, Ralph. All right, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can call back after. I, I don't think it's the phone lines because we've had a couple phone calls that have been clean. So, yeah. So maybe he can try us back. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's got a t- two Dixie cups and a, and a, and a string there. <laughs> a string. Remember that? Remember when you were a kid? You had two Dixie cups and a string? Oh, yeah. Or you had a shell and you thought you heard the ocean. You picked the shell up, you know. Things th- things you really thought were realistic when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, I'll just get a couple Dixie cups and a string. That'll be <laughs> fine. It's like Sprint. Why even bother to actually hearing the person you're on this side? Remember Sprint? <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah. Good. Oh, Good. that was Verizon, I think. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's so many different cell phone companies. Oh, I know. It's crazy. I mean, I, you know, my, my phone is so beat up anyway. It's like it's like so cracked. It fell on the ground. The thing's like, it look, you know, you could barely look through the damn thing, so... Anyway, but getting back to what I was talking about with, with, uh, with the Yankees, you know, now that Matt Carpenter's hurt, you know, who's their left-handed guy? I mean, you got Rizzo with a bad back. Benny is, you know, obviously he started hitting last night, and he, I, mean, I still think he's going to hit. But again, Benny's it's, it was, was batting six. If he's hot, I would bat him in front of LeMayo and drop Judge to third. I mean, what I don't understand about the Yankees is a guy like Judge, who's so successful, hit his 44th home run last night, he's been absolutely fantastic, is batting second in the lineup, especially when the bottom of your order isn't, isn't really, you know, that productive. Hicks isn't that good, obviously. Trevino's been great. Trevino had another hit last night. He's been ter- tremendous. He really has. That's been Brian Cashman's best signing was growing out and getting Trevino. He's been terrific. I mean, behind the plate, he's been good. He's been clutch at hitting. So he's been a really nice addition to that team. And uh, like Castro, <laughs> it was really funny last night because because – you know, I mean, Carpenter was batting behind Judge, so of course they had to replace him with Tim LaCastro. Now, the idea of Tim LaCastro batting behind Judge, I mean, is just ridiculous. I mean, the idea of Judge batting second to me is ridiculous, especially when he's just an RBI machine. You, you see in the in Metland, and we'll talk about the Mets in a second with Scherzer, Degrom, and their weekend against the against the Braves. You see, Buck plays a traditional table setting guys. He's got Nimmo hitting first, okay, and then and then he's got Marte hitting second. And then he has Lindor hitting third, and he's got Alonzo batting fourth. Why, in God's name, uh, you know the judge has to bat second when you got you know guys like Kyle Higashioka hitting ninth? Right? And he, I don't get Boone at all. Oh, here's my here's my here's my great take on Boone. Right here we go. In the St. Louis series, okay, in which they lost three games. Here in the St. Louis series, what does he do? He, he sits kind of falefa to play a guy in Gonzalez. That's two for his last 28, and in the sixth inning when the bases are loaded and the game's on the line, Gonzalez hits for himself and kind of for doesn't even see the plate. Now, I, I'm telling you, Boone drives you nuts. He drives you nuts. All right, we had a phone call. Let's see if we can take this call. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> we'll try back. <laughs> we're not having a particularly good we're morning. We're on a roll with the phone lines yeah, here this morning. Here. Yeah, you should go back to, maybe you should go back to two Dixie cups and a string, right? It might work better, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, 413-445-5943, number to call here. Remember, folks, we are on every Tuesday here, Cronin the Zook here on uh, WTBR, uh, 89.7 FM in Pittsfield here. It's a beautiful day. It's been hot. Oh, man. It's, it's been, been hot. Goodness gracious. Like, I did the lawn the other day. My goodness, God. I was like, <laughs> I thought I was going to fry. I, I'm waiting for this heat wave to go away. I'm Honestly, I'm waiting for it to go away. But, I mean, it's not like I don't like the summertime, but when it's hot like this, 
I don't want to go anywhere. I walk outside. It's like hanging out with Mr. Heat Miser. I'm ready for fall football hoodies. Yeah. That's that's my season, man. I, and you know, once football season starts, this hour is going to go by in two seconds. Oh yeah, it's a pretty dull time of year to talk sports right now. It's baseball. Oh yeah, so baseball. I had, yeah, so I was talking to Pat Boyle from the Fan. You know, Pat produces and he's also you know a really great host. And he's a young guy, 27, really talented. So, so I asked him about coming on the show. So maybe he'll come on the show. There's our caller again. Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and Zook. What's going on? Yes, Sean. Keith Hernandez should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> good morning, Gerard. From How you doing, man? What's going on? At least your at least your connection's good. Ralph sounded like he's like like crunching Cracker Jacks or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, his, his connection was terrible. And actually, last week his connection was bad. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he needs to get off that Metro PCS. <laughs> 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 right. Well, you should see, like, he has the radio show now. I can't even call him now. I have to text him because he's in the woods. He's yeah. outside in an outhouse doing the show, so. <laughs> he's a big shot now. He's one of those wigs that are big. There you go. Exactly. So, so anyway, uh, so uh, the Mets on a roll, man. Scherzer and, and DeGrom. What do you think, man? I mean, geez, Bassett last night, yeah. eight innings. I mean, they got the Bassett Hounds now in the, in the crowd. These guys wearing <laughs> Bassett Hound jerseys now. The Coneheads have been replaced by Bassett Hounds. When you get to the playoffs and you've got to face Max and Jake in a, in a short series and you've got to beat one of those guys twice, I, I don't see how anyone's going to do it. If the Mets are hitting at all, they should be in great shape. Uh, you know, they, yeah. To me, those guys are healthy, big ass, but boy, I, I, they're in great shape. I think they've got to be the favorite with those two guys. Yeah, I mean, I still think the Dodgers are overall more talented team in terms of their roster. But man, it all comes down to pitching all the time. It's what it comes down to a lot of times. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, really. Look, yeah, I mean, if you only allow, if Jake and Max only allow one or two runs, that's all you need to score to win. So the Dodgers could be more talented, but uh, it's, it's going to be pitch come down to pitching. It always does in the playoffs, which is why your Yankees never hit in the playoffs because they're <laughs> <Right>. pitching. <laughs> so, Gerard was uh, saying how upset he was that the Grom gave up a home run that he had a three ERA. I'm like, come on, the guy was pitching a perfect eight through five. How picky can you get? I'll I'll tell you what, you can have you can have all the guys on the Yankees and I'll take the Grom. How's that? And you know, throw Cole in as well, all right? Oh my god, with Cole, everything's an excuse. Oh, uh, it was too hot. Oh, I Billy agree. Crystal was up throwing the ball. <laughs> he was great. I agreed. He was great until he wasn't. He gave up a two run home run the sixth. He ended up going five and two thirds and uh six and you know, five and two thirds and gave up two runs. And it, it, when you look at that, you know, it's not great. Can you nitpick a little oh, more? Like, come on, man. The guy struck out 12 guys in five and two-thirds of an inning. I mean, come on. It's like, you know, I mean, they're only pitching, what, he's supposed 70 pitches, I think, 75 pitches, something like that. Tell you what, you give me DeGrom, you can have the entire Red Sox team right. and our entire farm system <laughs> in our next five drafts, okay? I would take that in two seconds. See, people think DeGrom is a better pitcher, but I think Max Scherzer is a better pitcher for the postseason, I do, because he can go longer. That's just my feeling. I think um, Max yeah, Max is – And DeGrom we'll wants to opt out. Yeah, what's with this opting out crap? Why do you have to announce that? Why do you need to announce that as, as a player for the Mets? You're coming back off an injury. The fans are excited to see you. It's, you know, it was an amazing weekend. My buddy Rob sent me some pictures at City Field, you know, as I call him, the, the secret Mets fan. I told him to call in today, but he's, he says he's a Red Sox fan, but I know he's kind of a secret Mets fan. But, um, but yeah, they, it, you know, there was, was, there was a tremendous weekend, huh? He was asked the question about whether he was going to opt out, and he answered the question honestly. I don't blame. But why would you want to opt? What do you want to opt out for? How much stinking money do you need? What is he making right now? Well, because because what do you need to opt out for? What? Obviously, he's making enough money to to be very happy the rest of his life. I should hope so. Said 
he's underpaid for the market. He's a, he's on top of the <sighs> league, and he's making like twenty. What is this? What is this underpaid crap? What, what? How much is he making this year? What? Twenties. Low tw- low twenties, but oh poor guy! Don't you feel sorry for him, Sean? Poor tw- oh poor twenties. No, oh, I, I, don't oh feel I feel bad for him. He's making twenty million dollars. The guy makes more money an hour than I make the rest of my lifetime. He's not going to be selling pencils on the corner. I get it, but in terms of his industry, <laughs> he's underpaid. That's what I do. Did you know that was my second job, George? Selling pencils on the corner. He's, in his industry, he's underpaid, and he'll opt out, and there's no question somebody will pay him 30 $35 million. It's 100% guarantee somebody will. He's going to sign with the mess. Steve, you know Cohen, that. Steve Cohen. Cohen's going to resign. What, are you kidding me? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I heard Evan Roberts say yesterday he should, he should, they should pay him and keep him till he's dead. That's, he should be a Met till he dies. That's what they said. That's what he said. <laughs> Again, you, you've got to consider the, the arena in which he plays in. For his industry, he is underpaid. And he's got the option to opt out and make more money. And I don't begrudge Look him for that. Look for the union lay. I mean, come on. It's like, oh, my God. It's just, it's, so, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, first of all, there's only 24 hours in a day. How much stinking money do you need? It's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, might need it for the great, 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 great grandkids someday. Put it away. It's just Understood, ridiculous. It's opting he out crap. Or he could make 30. Why wouldn't he take the 30? What's the, it's monopoly that. money. Who cares? I mean, it's it's more money than you'll ever need in your life. It's it's just absurd. It's it, it's like it is. It's like monopoly money. It really is ridiculous. I mean, the who cares? Opt, the opt-out clause is the worst thing that I ever happened. I mean, what's the difference? So, what's the difference? So you know, you know, you, so you don't take uh, twenty vacations a year. You take uh, you know nineteen. I mean, it's just so you buy five houses, not six. I mean, when is it? When when does it end? I mean, really, honestly, when does it end? Well, when's when's the next fifty million dollar ball player? Huh? It's, it's going to continue to escalate. Look, wait till you see what Soto signs for. The numbers are going to go up. And How do you like San Diego, huh? How do you like them getting swept oh, yeah. by the Dodgers? Yeah. They looked really good, didn't they? San Diego's hanging on to a playoff spot. The Brewers are only a couple of games behind. Yeah, I know. And is that stupid? How's that stupid that the Brewers would trade Josh Hader to San Diego, a team that they have to compete with in the playoffs? You figure that one out. Okay? I like how they called it the yeah, Dragons up the freeway. And Hader, the has a, and Hader has another year on his contract. Which is so ridiculous well, to begin with. The Orioles did. The, the Orioles I, traded Mancini. I know. They're, they're in the thick of it, too. They also traded their closer. They also traded their closer, too, because they have another kid last night, Benitez, who's really good. For the Orioles, won last night again, too. They're playing great baseball. I can't believe they traded Mancini. Well, I can, you know, like, the thing about Mancini is his numbers weren't that good. Was he had nine home runs and 37 runs bad? And it's just that, you know, he was the heart and soul of that team, really, when you think of yeah, all the things he's, he's gone he's through. He's popular player. Yeah, he's I know. through the bad times. Absolutely. He's finally starting to fill that ballpark up. You don't trade that guy. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, that, they, didn't, they didn't save him. They saved, like, $2 million. Like, oh, I know. But they're thinking, like, oh, you know, next year we'll, you know, we'll compete more and so forth. Angelus is a cheap guy. Believe me, I, I, you know, I worked in Pennsylvania. I worked in, you know, at a station years ago with the home of the Baltimore Orioles. So, I mean, I know how cheap a, a guy Angelos is. And that's been a disaster, that franchise. They finally have some, some winning. The fans are excited. I know. I, I agree with you. It's a stupid to trade away a popular play, plus the closer, too. You know, I agree. I guess they, I guess they felt that they weren't going to win the World Series regardless. So what? I get prospects for them now. So what? They get into I, I the playoffs. Playoffs. Well, listen. Playoffs. That brings me Get to my me? next point. That brings me to my next point because uh, the conversation we've had yesterday about that was: let's say the Orioles sneak in and win the World Series. That would bother me because they're not the best team. The playoffs to me are a crapshoot because the best team doesn't always. Oh win yeah, the this World has been the argument. Gerard thinks the regular. He Gerard thinks it's better in the regular season because he's a soccer guy. Which, which I, which look. No, no, I'm I, not a soccer. I well, hate no, soccer. no. Now I, you hate soccer. I like the way to put. I, I understand what you're saying, though. No, I understand what you're saying because 
Yeah, go ahead. After 162 games, that to me determines really who the best teams were. The playoffs don't because a team like the Braves with 88 wins can go in and win the World Series because the Dodgers, Muncie's out, and Joe Kelly gets hurt, and, and Turner gets hurt, and Kershaw doesn't play. So the Braves sneak in and win the World Series. They weren't the best team. So to me, I prefer the regular season. I prefer that journey. At the end of 162, we really know who the best team or teams were, not so much in the playoffs. And that's the only point I'm making. Well, no, but yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying, and and look, like when my mother was growing up, you know, what I mean, basically, you know, you won the division, and that was it. There were, you know, there was two, two, there was two yep. leagues, and at the end, that's it. The, the best team won, and they went to the. Ch- well, look, I mean, when we were growing up, you had the ALCS and the NLCS, which was fine with me. I mean, it was four teams. Now it's six teams, and it's almost ridiculous. I mean, you know, yeah, that, it's absurd. Though. It's absurd. Of course, it, it is. It, there's going to come a time where a team finishes under 500. And wins a World Series or a Super Bowl because of the expansion. Well, playoffs. I think they're going to be that's I, terrible. There might be a team under 500 making the playoffs this year in, in baseball, possibility. Well, everybody's going to make the playoffs this year except for the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the Indians got yeah, a they chance. Great manager, the Indians, Rob. the Guardians. They have a great manager over there. Who's that? The Red Sox have the great manager. Yeah, you does, love him. You like him more than Boone. It doesn't help that our entire starting rotation has spent significant amounts of time on the. Yeah. On the uh, injury list, we're running out guys named Cutter Crawford and Josh Winkowski and Connor Siebold, guys who should be, you know, playing for the Pittsfield Suns. <laughs> <laughs> he might, they might end up playing for the Pittsfield Suns. There you go. So I know I haven't got any information from the Pittsfield Suns. I haven't talked much because I was gonna. Season you know, the season ended a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah, so we didn't get no. Much no offense to the Pittsfield Suns, by the way. No, no. Just they, but they should, shouldn't be on major league rosters. These guys. Yeah. But, the Boston Rocks up there too. Don't forget the Boston Rocks. The Boston Rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. Uh, all right. Listen. Just want to call in. I want to fill. Yeah. Thanks, man. Because, Appreciate uh, it. Because your buddy uh, Ralph couldn't get through. Hopefully, he'll pull back on a better line. But uh, <laughs> I'll be listening. Yeah, I hope so. Anyway, brother. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. So, uh, so uh, your prediction for the uh, for the East? Uh, the, the Mets hang on. I know they have like what four or five games left in the Braves. I know they have a big four game set in yeah, a couple well, weeks. They, they picked up a half game last night because the Braves were idle, so they both played right. one ten, and the Mets are up by seven. So uh, I, I like the way things are looking right now. I, mean, I like the way Bassett pitched last night. How, when you look at how amazing the Braves played, and they're only, they only picked up three games from when they started back in the beginning of June, I think that that bodes really well for the Mets. Well, I told you, I told you the Mets, so, I told you they were a good team. You know, I just they were going through. I know, I a pass, road I trip. Of course, we all know. do. I mean, look at the Yankees. I mean, I mean, the Yankees have been playing miserable baseball. They finally won last night. You know they uh, they knocked around the starting pitcher and then uh, you know and then Matt Carpenter gets hurt. Oh man, that was I couldn't yeah, believe it. Oh my goodness gracious! When, when you look when you look at the Mets schedule the rest of the way versus the Braves, that's uh, that's in the Mets' favor too. And they have more home games. They do have away games. So yeah, I I think and not only do I think they hold on, I think they they win going away. I don't think it's even going to be close. For we'll but see. They still have those games left. They still have those games left with the Braves, and, and the Braves will have a say. They'll have their opportunities to get to get back into. I just think with Scherzer and DeGrom and even Bassett now and you get Taiwan Walker going, I mean, I, I don't see anybody beating the Mets in the National League unless uh, unless those guys fail because uh, every time they pitch, I mean, every time Scherzer pitches, he's fantastic. Most of the time, I mean, yeah, really. And when, when McGill comes back, he becomes a really viable Absolutely. Uh, bridge to get to Diaz. Right, too. Tyler Diaz, McGill. God, I think I might win the Cy Young. He's been Diaz has been great. He's been yeah. great. He's been unhittable. Yeah. I mean, he came in the other day, bang, one, two, three, three strikeouts, goodbye. You know, he really has pitching with a lot of confidence. So. He's got the best walk-up in baseball right now. Dude, with the trumpets. That <laughs> it's was so great. great. <laughs> That was hilarious. I love that. It was de- definitely interesting because I mean, Mariano used to have, you know, enter Sandman, you know. It's like, 
<laughs> now Dion's yeah, I mean, got the trumpets. He's pitching like vintage Mariano. I mean, he's un, he's unhittable right now. You got a six-out save the other day, right? Yeah, that was, that's that's pretty yeah, special. Yeah, funny. To, I, to do that. I felt, I felt like it was 1986 again, like where John Franco. Comes See, that's that the was, difference. That See, that's the difference between a guy like Buck and a guy like Boone. You'll know, Buck trust Diaz enough to come in for six innings. Boone would be like, "Well, we had to take him out after three well, there." And uh, that was only the first time that's ever happened in Diaz's career. I know. Like I know. That Buck does. Why can't why can't really, why can't a pitcher pitch pitch two innings in a row? I mean, Boone drives me nuts. It's like another one and another one and another one and another one. Right? It's like uh, another one rides. The bus and another one's on, and another one's every every five minutes. There's another guy pitching on the mound. So, anyway, thanks for calling, buddy. Have a good day. All right, you got it. appreciate it. Okay, all right, bye. All right, George, checking in with us down in FLA. Four one three four four five five nine four three. Love to hear from Yankee fans, Red Sox fans. Any thoughts on the NBA and Kevin Durant, and also uh, NFL information? So, but anyway, we'll take a short time out. We'll be back more with Cronin and Zook right here on WTBR 89.7 after these messages. Stick around. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, Sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. 
My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You guys rock. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and Zook right here at 89.7 FM. We got a phone call, so let's take our call right now. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. How are you? Hello? Robbie, what's going on there, buddy? How's my connection now? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's like buzzing. It's like a bad buzz. I don't know why. We're still, we're still buzzing right now? As yeah. A matter of fact, yeah. You know, you know what it is? Your, your prompter is new. And since you changed over the prompter, I think every time I call from this area, it's going to be that way. Oh, that sucks. It sucks, man. Anyway, yeah, so uh, so uh, last night, big night for Chris Bassett, man. Eight innings, pitched great, and the Mets are on a roll, man. I mean, I've been, I've been watching Scherzer and DeGrom this weekend, and uh, man, I'll tell you, DeGrom yeah, and Scherzer, who's beating these guys? I put it on speakerphone. Does it sound? Better oh, much better. Yeah, much better. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it sounded. Right. I was like, I was listening to the replay of last week's show. And it's like I feel like I was talking to Captain Crunch. You know? Well, no, I got, I got mad at you because the whole time you didn't tell me. I, I, I sounded like the Exorcist, Linda Blair, and you didn't tell me. <laughs> what a great day for an Exorcist. My, my head was, my head was spinning. That the bed was elevating, and you didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the power of baseball compels you. The power of baseball compels you. <laughs> uh, that Jason Miller was great in that. The priest. Oh, my there. God. Deemy. Deemy. I'm not your mother. No. <laughs> I know. He's got, he's got his mother. Uh, she's 100 years old. He's, he's guilt-ridden, the guy he was. I cannot old. watch that movie anymore. It scares the living crap out of me. No matter how many years old I am, I could, it's just, it's. I can't hey, watch hey, it. Hey, I was 17 years old. I peed my pants. My mother had to put on the lights in my bedroom when I went to sleep. That was terrible. Oh my! I know. The, you know what the scariest part is when when the when when all of a sudden you see that face of that like devilish face that comes. Oh my! It just scares the crap out of me every time Max well, fans see it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. May get possessed during the phone call, so I'll, I'll get off the exit. Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> anyway. The devil might come and just possess both of us. Exactly. exactly. So, uh, so yeah. So, did you did you get a chance to watch the weekend for for the for the Mets? I mean, they've been unbelievable. I couldn't believe how well how well the Braves uh, uh, didn't play against them. I mean, the Braves are a really good team, really good lineup. Obviously, you know, missing Ozzy Albies and a couple of other injuries, but boy, I'll tell you. That is outstanding. Mr. Cronin has returned from his from his seat here. So, uh, Ralph Ralph sounds better on speakerphone now. So. Hey, Ralph. Good morning, man. <laughs> I'm on speakerphone. I sound like the I sound like the voice of God. <laughs> Remember the voice of God, John Facenda. 
Oh, those Green Bay Packers. Down to the NFL. Yes. Green Bay. And then it was taken over. By, and then and then, and then Harry Callis took over. May he rest in peace. The voice who was the voice of the Phillies. Harry Callis right here on WUPN. Cindy, Cindy just said hello to you. She was yapping it up. Go ahead, hon. Hi, oh, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm okay. Just letting you know she's still around. Just okay? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you brought up that uh, that guy. I won't mention his name because he needs no more publicity. I'll, okay, Kevin Durant. Oh, my God, please. If, 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 hey, 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 Robbie, Sean, if you let the inmates run the asylum, you get what you deserve, and that's exactly what happened there. These guys orchestrate trades. They orchestrate rosters. They orchestrate coaches. When, I ask you, when will this end? When will sanity emerge again as something we want to get into? Because it's ridiculous, guys. These guys, these guys are, you know, take your money, go home, let the front office do the job, get on the court, play your 48 minutes, and then go home again and spend your money. That's the way it should be. Speaking of in- let the inmates run the asylum, did you hear what the governor of New York State has just done? She's now signed a bill into law that they're not allowed to call them inmates anymore. They are now incarcerated persons. Yes, they're, what they're, the they're, hell is that all about? Yes, they're, 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 vis- they're visitors to the prison. They sometimes go to the prison. And- Time, they're time conjugal, time conjugal again, visitors, they, conjugal visitors. Yes, time and time again, they go to the prison for three square meals, and then they leave for a while, then they come back. Right, they're but, but frankly, hey, hey Sean, yeah. I, call her, I call her Governor Hokum on my show because that's what she is. It's, it's hocus-pocus. There's nothing going on. The thing that's ruining New York is the bail reform. These cats are, are mugging people, stabbing people, shooting people in the morning, and you see them on a Monday, for instance, Sean, and then on Tuesday they're out running about pushing people in front of subway trains. And this then they show is, up uh, the, the Giants training camp. <laughs> hey, did you hear the big news? Uh, down at the fan in New York, our buddy Mr. Beningo is coming back to the airwaves, so and we're going to try to get Joe on. You know, Sean used to live with Joe's ex. You know, and uh, it's a, so it's a small world, but uh, not, not, not the way you think. Not the way, not the way you think. He was a, he rented he rented from from Joe's ex. Let's put it that way. Well, That's no, no, Sh- didn't Sean have an affair with Joe's ex? No, no, don't start any ugly Absolutely rumors. Not. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Sean, Ralph. Sean. Sean had illicit sex with Joe's ex-wife. No, 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 no. He watched Family uh, Affair with. Oh, <laughs> it was <laughs> I'm joking. I have to Brian, leave the show a few minutes early today. Uh, nice talking to you guys. <laughs> well, you know, Joe Beningo, another guy that never knows when to retire. If you announce your retirement and you say it's the end. Why don't they stick to it once in a while so they have some legitimacy? Because they love what they do. I mean, now Joe can sit in Florida in his house down in Florida, play golf, and then and do his show on Saturdays. And he's going to be on with Carton, I think. He's going to be on a few times during the week. But that's great. I think it's great for the, for the station to do that for them. You know? How many times is Francesa unretired now? About oh my four? God. I listened to Francesa's podcast the other day. He had Bernie Williams on. It was an interesting conversation with Bernie. So, uh about his music and stuff. So Bernie's a great player. Bernie, you, know, great Fran, player. you know, Francesca's starring in um, Grumpy Old Men 5. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going he's gonna to be paired up with the late Sophia Loren. Oh, <laughs> I'll, write, you know what? I'll drop him an email. I'll write, him to, I'll write, I'll write, I'll write Mike that and, and make sure I put that in for him when I write to him. And he's, I'm kidding. But we were supposed and, to... Do you know that Francesca yeah. cannot get up from that chair? It's, it's, it's technically uh, impossible. He cannot stand from that chair. He act, he actually does everything he does sitting down because it's big. 
Oh, somebody's got. He's, a, he's a very, he's a very, he's a very, very nice guy. You know, yeah, very nice guy. He treated the fans wonderfully during his tenure. Didn't, <laughs> it's, 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 didn't, didn't you say he didn't like you because you weren't Jewish? An air of sarcasm. He's no, not. No, he's actually, Italian. I went on. I, I went on and threatened him a little bit because I had a better voice than he has, and I <laughs> actually knew my stuff, and I was a little bit of a threat. So he felt as though this guy is not going to get uh, too much time on my program. That's the way it works. Oh, did you have, did you have Francesca on? I, I heard Rick Wolf the, the other morning, by the way. I turned on his show. I thought maybe you were on because I know you've had Rick on a few times. His show is different. It's definitely interesting. It's, it's a much different show than most of the uh, shows and programming that they have on the station. You know, it's more about, you know, high school sports and, you know, things that are important, like concussions and things like that. I've heard a lot I'll of I'll tell interviews. you a little secret with, about Rick Wolf. Yeah. Uh, he had an illicit affair with Joe, but no, I'm kidding. He, he, was, he, 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 was, he was he was actually no, he was he was actually a very very nice man. But they do but they do tend to be a little bit Johnny One Note on that show. In other words, they talk about the um, unfairness of, of kids sports. It's I'm not still laughing great. at that. <laughs> do we have a second? Imagine do we Rick have a seven second Rick delay for for giggling here? Can you, can you imagine Rick Wolf in uh, the Sussex Motel over here? No, I'm just waiting for Rick Wolf to do a show with Cal Ramsey's kid. <laughs> right. Cal Ramsey Jr. Cal Ramsey Jr., Jr. right? Yeah, but his dad, his dad was great. His dad was an amazing announcer, fantastic, great guy, he, he was, too. They were, fan, they were fantastic. Bob if, Wolf. Yeah. If you ever want to listen to a great interview, listen to Francesca's interview with Bob Wolf. It was, it, I'm sure you can find it somewhere online. Outstanding, really, really outstanding interview. I remember Francesca's interview with A-Rod when he lied right to his face. Yeah, school. right. He said, I did, I did not have sex with that woman. No, he said, I did not do drugs. I did no drugs whatsoever. The next, the next day, they found him with a needle in his rear end. That's, that's about the equivalent of it. It's funny when you watch A-Rod and Poppy and those guys do the broadcast now. And I'm, I'm real happy for, for Kevin, for Kevin Burkhardt. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's doing so many great things now. And, there's a talented guy, really. Yeah, yeah like Kev, all, I remember. In all seriousness, very talented Oh, yeah, guy. I used to talk to Kevin when he was at the fan, when he was like a fetus. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, he was really young at the time. And Levy, too. And Levy's gone to have a great career, Steve Levy. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, interesting when you watch A-Rod and you watch now Poppy and you watch Frank Thomas. Well, Frank Thomas is in the Hall of Fame as a first baseman slash DH. Now, Poppy's in the Hall of Fame with Slash DH, but A-Rod's sitting there. I mean, it's almost like A-Rod's sitting there. I wonder what he's thinking. Like, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. You know, maybe I should have just shut you my mouth. You know what A-Rod's thinking? Robbie, you know what A-Rod's thinking? Yeah. Where, where's, my, where's my sweetheart, J-Lo? <laughs> where, where is J-Lo? Who is she with now? That dumb actor, Ben Affleck? That's what he's thinking. Benifer. Isn't that what they nicknamed him? Benifer. Benifer. <laughs> These women are so. These women are so. They're so. Uh, they're so proud of their big fat rear ends. I. I frankly do not get it. But you know, I, it's kind of like the Kim Kardashian syndrome. <laughs> do you know we went from sports talk to Tuchus talk way here. Off track here? Really, really, we're going. We're going for like baseball to Tuchus talk here. <laughs> <laughs> which, so, I've, which I've lost mine already anyway, you know, so... Uh, now, that, now that you've lost your broadcasting license, let's get back to sport. <laughs> you know, you brought up, you know, Robbie, you brought up David Ortiz. He pretty much, and him and Pedro Martinez were both interviewed, and they both said, we have no idea what the hell the Red Sox are doing at the trade deadline. And just a report just came out this morning that coaches, players, and even members of ownership didn't get 
what they did. Have they had an interview? Have, have they interviewed Bloom at all? Have they gotten his comments on the direction of the, of the organization? I mean, I don't understand it, quite frankly. He said they were trying to compete. With who? You know, Sean, I remember during the beginning of the year, I said the Red Sox would be fine. And I was I was so wrong, and I thought you thought the same thing in the beginning, didn't you? I did, but you could, you can't predict the amount of injuries that are going to happen this season. They've just been derailed all year by injuries. You can't predict That's baseball, true. Susan. <laughs> okay, can you imagine a league that they had no playoffs? The best team went to the World Series from both leagues. What what a, what a change we made! Now they have how many how many teams get in these days? Five, seven in each. Uh, no, six, seven. six. No, they they added a third playoff spot. Well, there's six. Right. Oh, it is six. It's I'm six. sorry. Yeah, that's a, right. Yeah, it's a six-pack in each league. Seven in the NFL. That's where I got confused. Right, the six NFL. The NFL, they added another wild card. Goodness gracious. You know, I liked it when they had the NLCS and AFCS because basically you had four teams, you had two playoff series, and you had the best teams in there. Really, honestly, the best teams usually in there. I'm not saying the best team always won every year. I mean, look at the Twins and what they won. They won 87 games one year and won the World Series. Dodgers, know. Mets, Dodgers. NLCS, right. collision course. Yep. You know, as Judge approaches the home run record, yeah, and, and Gerard, Gerard's a great caller, by the way, very smart guy. He thinks that Judge is injecting some foreign substance. I know that he he thinks that enhancing substance, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll actually agree with Gerard on this. Yeah, I think Judge has a chemist. Uh, he he rendered him uh, undetectable with his uh, drug use. And I think he's really doing something uh, illicit. I really do. I don't. I, I, I think don't that at all. He's a per- now, I, I look at his body type, and I look at the way his, uh, his bat is and the way he hits and the, uh, the distance that he gets on his drives. I, I have to say that he's doing something illegal. Yeah, I, I, I don't see. I, I disagree because what, what did he do when he, was, when he was hitting 50 home runs what, in, his second, in his full first season? I mean, what was he doing then? Well, 50 is a lot compared to 70 that he's going to hit this year. I don't think he's going to hit 70. I, I don't even think he's going to break the record. I think he's going to slow down a little bit. I, I hope he breaks the record, but, I mean, that's not that important to me. What's more important to me is the Yankees get to the World Series. I mean, and he stays healthy. That's really most, most important to me as far as, as far as Aaron Judge goes. But, I mean, guys having an unbelievable season. It's amazing when guys have great seasons, all of a sudden they get you know, accused of, of doing you know, PEDs. I just don't, I kind of don't I know, understand it's not it. Fair. It's, it's actually unfair on my part to, to, to say that. I don't know for sure. I'm I just, just um, yeah. Look, I thought Ryan Braun was a saint. Okay, I thought Ryan Braun was this nice Jewish boy. You know, and it turns out he was a steroid user too. So you never know. I mean, honestly, and I mean, he got, but, he got the guy fired. Yeah. Which well, you, is, know, you know what Braun used to do? He used to leave synagogue <laughs> and he go right to his drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> even on Shabbat, even on a Saturday. Come on, I can't believe with, it. With a clear conscience. With a, with, yeah, with a clear cream and a cream and a clear. There you go. With a clear conscience <laughs> and a clear and a clear liquid. So there you but go. But that guy was a, that guy's a hell of a ball player. Is he still in the league? Braun? No, he retired. Yeah. He, re- he retired already. Yeah, two years ago? Yeah, he retired. Yeah, okay. That was it for him. That's how much I follow baseball, really, when it comes down to it. Because mm-hmm. actually, Robbie sent me a very telling text the other day. He said, I'm getting like you, Romeo. Already I got worried as soon as he uttered those words. But then he <laughs> said, I'm getting like you, Romeo. I don't really care about these guys as much as I used to. Yeah. Then he just... went on a rant. Then he went on a rant on WFAN. Just <laughs> 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 to prove that he was really not telling the truth at the moment. I was supposed to have. I was. I texted Pat Boyle last night because I was up to like three in the morning listening to Pat's show. He was doing overnight. He's producing and he's been doing the overnight show. I mean, he's twenty seven. He's a very talented broadcaster. They're really terrific. And I so I texted him last night. He said he want to come on the show. So he was working last night and he was he was tired and went to sleep. But hopefully I'll have Pat on 
sometime soon. But he's been doing overnights, fill-ins. I tell you, you know, since Spike took over that station, he's he's asked a lot of young guys to fill in and do different shifts. And some of them are good, and some of them are you know not as good. But there's some really young, talented guys there. So. But, uh, yeah, I miss all the old guys. I mean, but it's funny. Beningo's coming back. I heard Tony a few weeks ago and stuff, and Francis has got his own podcast. So, yeah, it's tough to get out of the industry. It's something you love to do, and now you can do it from the privacy of your own home. So why even why give well, it up? I feel, as though they, I feel as though they're forced to say they want to retire in a certain aspect. They see the young people coming on board, and they feel antiquated. They feel as though they have to call it quits before they actually want to call it quits. And, by the way, by the way I may have uh, Keith Fernandez. That's Fernandez on my show. Really? Wow. Yeah. I actually got, got in touch, and Keith Hernandez, to be uh, straight with you, Keith Hernandez may indeed come on in three weeks. That would How be great. That? Yeah, let me that know. That would be great. Ask him if he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'll, make sure, I'll make sure I talk about the cocaine trials from 1979. Oh, jeez. I'm going to bring that up to him yeah. first. It's funny, I never talked to, Tim Tuffle was my next door neighbor when I lived in Greenwich. I never really mentioned anything about that. It was mostly about the, the 86 Mets and, the, you know, and Straw and all those guys and stuff. But, uh, well, check out Lenny Dykstra on YouTube. You're going to see oh, what the 86 Mets were all about. Oh, steroids and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. What was that book that came? What was, what was that book? Bad Guys One or whatever the hell it was called about the 86 Mets? I can't remember what the hell it was called, but it was a book, and I can't remember who wrote, wrote it, but it was about the 86 Mets, though. It was like all well, about the darling, stuff. Darling, darling swore that Oil Can Boyd was taking racial remarks from the Mets dugout in the 86 series. And Darling just wrote that book, and Dykstra, he, he disagrees with it vehemently. Coming from Lenny Dykstra, I don't know if that's the truth or anyone. Consider the guy was doing steroids, too. I mean, look how big he got. You know, it's amazing. I, it, yeah, that was a that was a that was a weird team. That's a team that should have won more more often. Unfortunately, in '88, you know they they beat the Dodgers with all those wins during the regular season, and the Dodgers beat them in the playoffs because of uh, you know Oral Horsheiser was unbelievable that year in '88. I mean, he was tremendous. He was unbeatable. That's a rather unfortunate name, isn't it, Oral? <laughs> you know, what Steve Stevie Summers used to call him. He used to call him Oral Cavity. He used to call him Oral Cavity. But my favorite Steve Summer name is Banroyd Bonds. I mean Barry Bonds, man. To talk about a guy who was, you know, looked different. Look at look at Barry Bonds' card when he was with Pittsburgh, and then go look at his card like you know ten years later with with the with the San Francisco Giants. His head is like bigger than the Stay Puft Marshmallow guy. His head, his head in both ways, by the way, big ego. His head literally grew about five sizes. It was unbelievable, and he had no neck after doing those roids. No neck whatsoever. Yep, Willie Mays was his godfather. Willie Mays was his hero. You think Willie Mays? Great Willie Mays. Now Willie Mays did it all naturally. I tell you something. Have you in the old days when Willie Mays took off his shirt, he was very ripped, and yeah. he was doing he was doing it on bologna sandwiches. You know. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go take a break. But anyway, thanks, man. I'm okay, glad, buddy. Glad the speaker phone was good. All right, I'll take talk, care, Ralph. I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, thanks, man. All right, it's Ralph checking in with us. As usual, it sounded much better on speakerphone, didn't it? <laughs> Maybe he did concoct those Dixie cups with the string. Yeah, possi- could yeah. be a possibility, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, give us a call, 413-445-5943, right here in Cronin, the Zook, WTBR 89.7 FM. We are here every Tuesday at 10 o'clock. If you like the show, text us or call us or let us know what you think. And, uh, of course, the sun season is over. So uh, Suns baseball, of course, all year long and summer long, rather, here on uh, WTBR. But uh, great programming as always. I listen to a lot of the shows on here. I listen to Mike's Amazing Music and Mundo Latino on Friday and Beatles Forever and, 
and Random Draw and, uh, and uh, Phil Tierney's Jazz Show. And so it's a lot of great programming. So uh, stick it here with uh, WTBR for the day and uh, listen to some great rock and roll programming. We'll be back right after these uh, messages. Sarah, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, built a new studio and transmitter, and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Larry Kretzker here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I had no pain. I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. If only I'd known. If only I'd listened. People with diabetes are two to four times more likely to suffer a stroke than people without diabetes. And many who survive are severely disabled. You can reduce your risk of stroke by lowering your blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. You should also talk to your health care provider about taking aspirin. And if you smoke, get help to quit. To learn more about reducing your risk of stroke, call 1-800-DIABETES for your free diabetes survival guide. It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep traps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Welcome back to Cronin and the Zook right here on 89.7 FM WTBR. We got about three minutes. If anybody wants to chime in right now, 413 445 5943. So the Boston Red Sox tonight, taking on the Braves, right? Taking on the Braves. Wow. Quick little two-game set at Fenway. That should be interesting. The Mets, I'm sure, will be looking upon that and see if they can extend their lead. And the Mets tonight, of course, also playing uh, against Cincinnati for the second game as well. So, boy, the Mets are getting great pitching. They really are. And the Yankees again in Seattle. Here's the big game tonight. Mr. Cole, right, against Mr. Castillo. Man, they couldn't get Castillo because they wanted Anthony. I'll tell you one thing. Anthony Volpe better be a great player because this guy has got so much pressure on him coming up. It's amazing with Cashman. I was saying this the other day. Cashman doesn't develop anybody. So how do we know that Anthony Volpe is going to be a really great player? How do we know? We don't. And this is a team that's built to win now. 
You got a 36-year-old third baseman, a 34-year-old second baseman, a 32-year-old uh, first baseman. I think it was Riz's birthday the other day, as a matter of fact, it was. Is Miguel Andujar still toiling away in the minor leagues, or did they trade him? They're still toiling away in the minor leagues. He's got 15 home runs. He's been hitting the crap out of the ball, but we won't bring him up because we want Aaron Hicks to go 0 for 33. The great Aaron Hicks. Makes no sense. The fascination with Aaron Hicks. Brian Cashman, are you sleeping with this guy? What is the fascination with Aaron Hicks? Please explain this. In his new novel, Aaron Hicks Book Two. He must be How having I an illicit s- relationship with Joe Beningo's ex, apparently, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aaron Hicks and Joe's ex. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Joe back on the air. That should be a lot of fun, man. I'm really I'm really psyched that Joe's coming back on the air. You know, he's he's a blast. He really is. You know, we we he and I have been talking, we've God, we know each other what? Is it twenty six years already? Almost, yeah, because the right after the Rangers won the cup in ninety four, so ninety five. I can't believe we have put another hour away in the books here. Amazing. So you're going to be watching the Red Sox tonight or not? Not really, right? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably watch reruns of Two and a Half Men. There you go. Exactly. I like Two and a Half Men. That's a fun show. Anyway, that'll wrap up another edition for Cronin and the Zook right here on WTBR FM 89.7. Hope everybody has a good week. Stay well, be well, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday, all right? Have some fun. Watch some baseball tonight. And go out there and get vaccine. Goodbye. Let's, let's go, Brandon.